The Rainmaker Multiplier on-demand podcast series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Hello, and welcome to the Rainmaker Multiplier on-demand podcast series. My name is Mary Stirk, host of episode three of the Rainmaker Multiplier podcast series. In this episode, which is titled the Rainmaker Multiplier, we are featuring Jason Smith, founder, president, and CEO of Clarity to Prosperity. Jason recently delivered this presentation to advisors and members of the Clarity to Prosperity Mastermind Collegium. During the presentation, Jason reviews the Rainmaker Multiplier and Right Fit Advisor concepts, along with the Bucket Plan philosophy. You'll learn many impactful ways advisors can further grow their businesses. I was watching something on TV and it kind of made me start thinking of something I might want to talk to you guys about. And I started writing it out. I thought it was a pretty relevant message to us and I guess what we do and also relevant to the next presentation, the Rainmaker Multiplier. So does anybody know what happened on the date of July 20th of 1969? I have a hint up on the screen, right? So Neil Armstrong. And so what was the, the famous quote that he said? One, uh, right, right, one giant leap for mankind, that's right. And so really what was remembered there though was the footprints that were left on the moon. So the moon has no atmosphere. There is no raining, there's no storming, there's no anything. So in a million years from now, those footprints will still be on the moon. And so it got me thinking about how our business and what we do, think about the opportunity we have to leave footprints on our clients' lives. Through the work that we do, we can make a difference. We have the opportunity to make a difference that will affect those clients' families for generations to come. It's something pretty special. And as I think about the plans we can put in place and how we can build our businesses to be able to serve those clients, and, and that's why as I was thinking about this Rainmaker Multiplier presentation, I mean, what is the Rainmaker Multiplier? It's a lot of different things. I mean, it's, it's definitely ways to multiply the revenue, your net profitability in your practice, the lines of business, a Medicare business, charging planning and consulting fees, charging tax preparation fees, so you can diversify your business in the different rev revenue lines. Um, multiplying your knowledge and capabilities and the efficiencies that you have um, and can create in your business, but ultimately, what it really is, is, is in large part about multiplying the makers of the rain, right? Don't make it all about you being the sole rainmaker in your practice. When you start to build a business model 
that has multiple different profitable lines of business and marketing uh, methods and programs that are in it, you're gonna become a magnet to attract other advisors that wanna join your firm because you're gonna have figured out from a business perspective the thing that they haven't been able to figure out, right? How to build a marketing machine and how to have a planning process in place and have the team in place for the scalability to, to grow into the future. So I wanna to talk to you a little bit about the Right Fit Advisor. So the Right Fit Advisor is a, is a program that we're working on that is, uh, that is really part of this, this Rainmaker Multiplier initiative. And so when I reflect back and I look at the advisors that I've been able to bring into the business through the years, at the JL Smith Group, at my own practice. And, you know, no doubt about it, there's a fair amount of them that are no longer with the JL Smith Group, right? They, they've moved on and they have their own practice at this point. And so that's gonna happen. And you know, that's one of the biggest fears that a lot of us have about spending all the time and the energy and the effort of bringing advisors in, is that they're gonna leave you, right? They will. That will happen, right? But it's worth it. It's worth the time and energy and investment because you'll find the right ones that won't. You'll find the loyal ones, the ones that you've really been able to, to support and, and, and give them success and their family success. And if you treat them the right way, they're gonna stay with you if you find the right ones. And so let's talk about what's the best way to bring those advisors into your practice. You know, there's really two ways. It's either going to bring them in through the backstage. Uh, and when I say the backstage, I mean you're going to put them on salary. You're going to put them in a support role. Uh, most of you have heard about or, or read The Hiring Advantage, the book that Gina and I co-authored. And you, so you know about the responsibility agreements, which are the building blocks of what those responsibilities are that they're going to take on of why you're paying them a salary. And so that's one way to do it, to bring them in through the backstage, let them learn the language, the culture, the business, get their license, you know, their life and health and their Series 65. And eventually, you know, they'll be to the point where they can walk across the aisle and step into the front stage and start actually, you know, meeting with clients and, and closing business on their own. And you can baby step them into that. And then a paraplanning role is a great way to do it. I mean, Chad's a great example that's here uh, for the JL Smith Group. I mean, he really started out um, holding custer, uh, client service, case prep, post-appointment, really morphed into more, uh, developed into a paraplanner, and now he's closing business on a regular basis on his own. And so he was a good example of coming in right through the backstage. But the other way to do it is you can have them come right in through the front stage. And Don Chamberlain's done an amazing job of this. Of, uh, of, and really, he, he was the one who came up with the Right Fit Advisor and really pioneered it. And now Mary's taken, he's passed the baton over to Mary Stirk. And she's uh, really taken it to another level of development, utilizing the Clarity to Prosperity team. But Don's done an amazing job of bringing advisors right into the front stage. So all the personality profile testing and, 
every, and all the, you know, the way to find the people, and the way to train them and onboard them, to put them right in a sales capacity and having great success. Two of his advisors that he's hired in the last year are consistently making our leaderboards, right? And so he's done a great job with that. So let's talk a little bit, and ultimately you want them to be a rainmaker, right? You want them to get to the point where I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Brian Bibbo, like he's one of my own kids. <laughs> like literally, I love the guy like I love one of my children. And it's like to bring a guy in as an intern, right, 10 years ago, and now number one advisor in all our financial institutions last year for C2P Enterprise, and he'll probably be number one again this year. And so probably bring in 35, 36 million dollars in new assets himself this year. So ultimately that's the goal, right? You want them to become a rainmaker. So let's talk a little bit about profiles, right? I believe what you're gonna find is, is generally most people are hardwired to either be a farmer or a hunter. So a farmer is probably gonna be best suited for the backstage. Meaning that they're gonna call, they're gonna come along a little bit slower. They're not gonna be comfortable going out there, going straight into a sales capacity right out of the gate. They're the ones who need to get comfortable with the language and the and just the overall how everything works before they're gonna have the confidence to start giving advice to clients. On the other hand, a hunter, they need very little information. They're, good, they're gonna go out there and they're gonna be closing sales and they probably don't even know what they're talking about and you gotta be careful of that, right? <laughs> but they're comfortable enough to go right out there and start hunting and closing sales. And so people are hardwired differently and the biggest mistake that I've seen a lot of advisors make through the years is they try to force a farmer into a hunter role. And then they blame the advisor, the new junior advisor that joined, they're like, oh, they just weren't good at sales. No, they were just a farmer and you didn't give them the right environment and training and support and that they needed to be able to eventually had success. If I would have gave Chad a stack of Medicare supplement leads and sent them out knocking on doors, Chad wouldn't be sitting in the front row. <laughs> He'd be in some other job or career right now. Right? And so you need to really be cognizant of that. How do you do that? Well, one of the ways that we, one of the tools we've used is DISC. So, and I'm sure most of you have heard about that in this room. I like DISC. Um, I prefer it over Myers-Briggs or Colby, for example, when you're specifically trying to identify a farmer or a hunter. And the reason why, is, so we'll start with dominance, right? Well, if there, it's D-I-S-C, right? So D is for dominance, result-oriented, competitive, doesn't take no for an answer. If somebody scores high, if they're a high D, this is kind of how they're hardwired. Do you think they'd be better suited um, out of the gate to be a farmer or a hunter? A hunter, right? Yeah. And so secondly, you have the I, influence. Now these people are people-oriented, persuasive, popular. They love people and people love them. They can talk all day long. And you gotta be careful of that because some people will talk a little bit too much if they're, if they're a high I. The S is steadiness, service-oriented, agreeable, patient. 
These are the people that love to serve. These are the people that literally, they'll service people to death and they'll win them over by that. Their customer service is off the charts. And then lastly is the C, compliance. Detail-oriented, cautious, follows the rules. These are your engineer accountant types. They dot the I's, they cross the T's. Now, when you're looking at these things, what you want to look at is a hunter is going to be somebody who's typically a high DI, right? But they have to have D in them. If they don't, they're never going to succeed coming right into a sales capacity out of the gate. Where a farmer, on the other hand, I believe they still need to have a strong I, but you're more looking at the S. It's more of an S-I-S combo or leading indicators for somebody who you're looking to bring in a farmer capacity. And so what I'm doing is I'm sharing with you something that's still in development, but we're so excited about it because we're already having great success in the model offices with it. And so for those of you who are looking to bring on associate advisors, even though we don't have it fully built out into a process and program that's ready to be released like all the other programs we have, we have a lot of the foundational work done. So let us know if you're looking to do that, and we're going to be able to help you do that and coach you through it, and that's why I'm sharing it with you. So coming in through the backstage, I mentioned already the hiring advantage and the responsibility agreements are a great tool you know, to do that. Typically, you'd want to put them in a case prep post-appointment, um, you know, client service. Those are some of the responsibility agreements, like the paraplanner type of role, um, because they're going to they're gonna be sitting with the clients doing paperwork, unless you like to do that. But I think most of us don't like to sit and do the paperwork, so they'll do that and, um, for you, and they'll learn a lot by doing that. And then doing the case prep and post-appointment. So they're going to be getting the the file ready and in between appointments, getting everything ready, getting the plan package together, you know, getting the illustrations, doing all the due diligence. You know, they're gonna learn so much in the backstage doing all that preparatory work, which is gonna prepare them to eventually go front stage. Now, once they do start going front stage, what, I, what we'd suggest you do is, and a great strategy, is to download your, your C-list clients. So if you haven't already categorized your clients into ABC, the first way to let them cut their teeth is you give them the C-list clients. And they can take over the grind on those C-list clients. And so they get that 20% of the fine mind grind. Um, also, in the tax practice, we've had great success of having them actually do tax preparation. It's another great way for them to learn how to interact with clients and, and provide that service. And so if it's a more complex tax return, there's other people in the tax practice that are able to support those returns. But ultimately, most of the tax returns are a lot of data entry. So they can go through the Drake training, they can get their, what's that number called, the EFIN e and P10. P10, there you go. They can get that and they can start doing tax preparation. That's a great way. The 10K Boomer to start doing Medicare supplement. That's how Brian started out. Brian started out doing tax preparation and started doing Medicare supplements, you know, and then I gave them over my C-list clients. 
right? And then eventually the B-list clients. And then he started doing his own uh, sales off referrals. And then he, off of the Medicare supplements and off of the referrals. And then he got his life license, life and health license and his Series 65. Then he started doing his own marketing and he became a rainmaker. Ultimately, core, you know, supporting, you know, programs for being a rainmaker is no doubt the bucket plan. 1.0 basic fundamentals around the bucketing philosophy. You guys all have heard about it and know it, and most of you live it and eat it and breathe it, right? The fact finder, the income gap, the asset sheet questionnaire, the volatility tolerance analysis, and designing a bucket plan for a client. Basically just putting your product and portfolio recommendations. Then you go through the 2.0, where now you start charging planning fees and building service models to do that and the family estate organizer, and the family secession plan, the death claim process, and the annual review process in step four. So all those overlay of trainings that happen in 2.0. And the adult education classes that so many of you are having success with in this room. Whether it's nonprofit adult education, or the Facebook marketing uh, that we're doing uh, through White Glove, fill-in workshops and the referral experience, getting referrals. I mean, when I, again, using Brian as an example, a third of them came from workshops, a third of them came from referrals, uh, and a third of his business came from the tax practice. And you saw that at the last Mastermind Collegium. It was a third, third, third of where that made up his, you know, 30 million. So I'm gonna switch gears and talk a little bit about another program that's in development right now. Um, and it's the Bucket Plan CE Credit Roadshows. So what this is, is we're gonna, for any of you, and I, and I wanna talk about this for a second. So the, what this is, is this is teaching other advisors about the Bucket Plan in your local community. So this is where you guys in your local community can teach other advisors around the Bucket Plan. Well, why would I wanna do that? What's in it for me? This is a way that you can attract advisors into your firm. So you get licensed as an instructor, super easy to do, right? Um, it's not a big deal to provide CE credits. It's surprisingly very easy. So you get uh, uh, the ability to provide CE credits. You teach a one-hour class on the bucket plan, right? And we have three different courses approved. And you do it in your local community as a way to attract local advisors that can join your firm. So I've done two so far in Cleveland, and we're working out the kinks, trust me. And so, um, so the first two we did at lunchtime. And we knew already, we set up front, we're like, you know what, I don't know if this is gonna work doing it at lunch, because it's only one hour of CE credit, so it's like it's not a ton of CE credits, but at the end of the day, people go into their office in the morning, they get caught up in their day, and then all of a sudden they're like, I think we're gonna have a huge attrition rate. I said that before we even did it. We had 22 people register for the first one, I think we had eight people show up. The second one, we had like 27 people register, and we had like seven people show up. Some of them are in this room though, actually, that came to those lunch and learns. And so it was like, we were like, oh my God, 27 people. We only had like seven people show up. But I knew it, right? It was because it was lunch. So now we're gonna try the next round and do it as a happy hour. 
at the end of the day. Workday's over, we're gonna do a happy hour with the hors d'oeuvres and, uh, and do the one hour presentation then and see how it goes. But this is something you're gonna have available to you and your local communities to be able to attract other advisors to join your firm. And if you're interested in that, let us know and we'll put you on the list to start you know, working towards you being able to get, uh, able to deliver those. So the bucket plan training. Um, I know I talk about this every time, and this is the first time that we've had the, the new prospective mastermind members in the room, along with all of our existing mastermind members. And we made that change because, you know, it kind of dawned on me, it's like, okay, we got these keynote speakers that we're bringing in every time, why don't we let everybody, give everybody the opportunity to see the keynote speakers? So we did this overlap on purpose, so that way everybody could see the keynote speakers, and we'll see Tom Hagna here coming up in about 10 minutes. So the bucket plan training, you know, that's happening. Uh, the next date's August 1st and 2nd, October 29th and 30th. Do not go more than two years without going through this. It dramatically improves the innovations and advancements because of all of you in this room, because you're constantly critiquing, which believe it or not, I love it, because it keeps getting better. You're critiquing it, you're innovating it, you're adding one-liners, you're adding all kinds of awesome stuff that we build into the training. So if you came through more than two years ago, it's dramatically improved from when you came through, and it continues to do that. So go through at least, uh, and, and the best practice would be go through 1.0 one year, go through 2.0 the next year, and then do it again. 1.0, 2.0, 1.0, 2.0. Take two days out of your practice to go to finishing school and get better what you're already really good at, right? Get, make your better, make your, your good even better and make your better your best. That's what Joel Weldon says. So the, the 2.0 is, uh, you, make, you don't want to go through that until you've mastered 1.0. The other thing we're working on right now is, um, so there's, there's, about, there's over 300 advisors, uh, most of you in this room uh, are bucket plan certified. And, you know, talking about that as a designation, um, I felt it was more powerful to be best interest process certified than bucket plan certified from a client perspective, right? If a client's seeing a certification, I think it's pretty powerful that you're best interest process certified versus bucket plan certified. Doesn't mean we're changing the name of the bucket plan training, but it is the bucket plan best interest process. So um, we're in the process and far along of getting it um, up on the FINRA website as an official designation and on the FINRA website as a best, in so you'll be able to be uh, best interest process certified. And you know now you get nine CE credits every time you sit through the bucket plan uh, 1.0 training as well, so you get to knock out some CE credits. So there's, this is always evolving. A lot of you, uh, um, I call them OGs, original gangsters that have been with us for a long time, right? You've been with us five, seven, eight years since we started, eight years ago. Um, it started out, all we had was the mastermind group. 
And then we added the path. We added the path about three years ago because we found so many advisors that were like, I just need financial planning training. I just want to focus just on the financial planning. So we peeled out the path as a standalone. And it's 10 grand a year. You have to be doing at least 100 grand a year in revenue to be, you know, be a part of the path division. Of course, everybody knows financial institutions can pay that fee for you, you know, the RIA or the uh, IMO or the third party ma money manager. And then we have the mastermind group, which is, of course, 20 grand a year. You have to be at at least $500,000 in revenue uh, to be part of the mastermind group as an office. So we're really trying to protect, you know, the, the level of advisor that's part of this group. Um, and then something exciting that we just launched, um, when was that? Was that last month, I guess? I think it was May. Um, so we just launched it last month is uh, a new division called the $100 million club. And so we had nine offices per participate in our, uh, our launch of this uh, group. And qualifications for this group is you have to be at least $2.5 million in revenue in your practice or have brought in $33 million of new assets in the previous year. And so, you know, you guys know JL Smith Group brought in, you know, a little under 50 million last year. We'll bring in probably 60, 65 million. We're not at 100 million, right? And in most of the other offices in the group, they're all in that, you know, 30 to kind of $60 million range. I mean, they all are except for one. And I do want to recognize and, and give appreciation because look, we walk into his office. This is how he's got it set up for us, for our first meeting. So we held the first meeting in Detroit office. And Richard, could you just stand up? I want to say thank you to you. <laughs> yeah. So, so Richard's office brought in $115 million in new assets last year. So I thought it'd be appropriate that we like, let's go see what this guy's doing, right? Um, no, I've been to Richard's office a number of times uh, for trainings, and uh, he, he runs a class organization. So the reason I'm sharing this with you guys is I want everybody in this room to be there, right? I want everybody in this room to get to, in your offices to get to either $2.5 million in revenue or $33 million in new assets in the last 12 months, because you need to be in that group, too because that's taken it to a whole nother level of bringing in 100 million in new assets in one year. And that's what we're gonna do in that group. I wanna talk about the bucket plan real quick. Now, here's, here's uh, we are just having overwhelming success of advisors handing out these books in droves. And I wanna, I wanna share with you, just like conceptually think about it. When you first started out in this business, you were probably selling your product. And when I say product, that means managed money, you know, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you know, annuities, life insurance, long-term care, whatever it was, you were selling your product. That's how you started out. And as you evolved, the next thing you started to do is you started to sell your process, right? And maybe you're selling the bucket plan as your process, right? And so now when you're talking to a client, you're selling them on, let's take you through, let me take you through a process. 
Because ultimately, what does the process do? What does it sell? It sells the product, right? It sells the managed money and the long-term care and the, you know, and the annuities and everything else. The process sells the product for you. So that's the next evolution is now you as an advisor, you start selling the process. The next evolution is you start to have the material sell the process, right? You have the marketing sell the process. The book is a tool to sell the process. So now if the book sells the process and now you take them through the process, that sells the product. And so we are seeing advisors that are handing these out at every seminar they do. And what happens if they, people don't book appointments in the seminar? They read the book and they call in and book an appointment. We are hearing it over and over, and we experience it. At JL Smith Group, and we're hearing multiple offices, the same thing. So I would encourage you to hand a book out. You're already spending hundreds of dollars per person or per couple to be in there. Why wouldn't you spend an extra five bucks to give them a book? And if you have the ability, write the custom preface with your name and picture on the book to give out, to give that additional credibility that you're going to gain. Um, we have a program with White Glove where the Attorney Advisor Alliance, listen, this is part of holistic planning. You want to partner with an attorney. You partner with an attorney, you're going to add credibility to your firm, you're doing the right thing for the client, but also there's a marketing program you can plug into with White Glove and we can help align you with an attorney through the Attorney Advisor Alliance program that we have. And the way it's taught is the attorney pays 50% of the marketing costs. White Glove is endorsing and teaching it that way. The National Network of Estate Planning of Attorneys is behind it and teaching it that way. The Attorney Advisor Alliance teaches it that way. The attorney pays half the costs. This is going to improve your net profitability doing joint marketing with attorneys. And it improves your cre credibility by having that attorney there presenting with you doing joint marketing. And then um, as we wrap up here, uh, we have a partnership with the uh, National Social Security Advisor um, Group. And so uh, their fee to become NSSA is a thousand bucks. So multiply your capability, right? Be a holistic planner, be better at Social Security, educate yourself. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Rainmaker Multiplier podcast series. We deliver information on new, relevant, and actionable topics every month, and we invite you to subscribe to this series. The Rainmaker Multiplier on-demand podcast series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach to advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.